Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep! P-E-P-Pep! Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman! Today, with the big word contest closed in the Daily Planet, Clark Kent and Perry White fear that their latest effort to find Professor Sturgeon has been in vain. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, Kellogg's Pep sure does have plenty on the ball. Pitches a winning game at breakfast every time. Just think of the scores you can chalk up for Pep. First, golden toasted sunshine flavor. Sunny, full wheat flavor, a come-on flavor that keeps your spoon coming right back for more. Why, Kellogg's Pep is called the Sunshine Cereal. And Pep is a winner for crisp tenderness, too. Sure, every crunchy flake is light and delicate as can be. And does Kellogg's Pep score for nutrition? It's got loads of solid whole wheat nourishment and more. Your mom will tell you how good Pep is for you. Yes, sir, Kellogg's Pep is a dish your morning appetite can really latch on to. The sort of dish you want to concentrate on until you've eaten up every last bit in your bowl. Which is a particularly hep idea nowadays, gang. Because you wouldn't want to waste cereal when we're sending the cereal grains to help give good nourishment to fellows and girls overseas. So when mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, make sure there's no waste at your house. If you pour your own Pep, pour it carefully and eat up every bit you pour out. That's the right idea, gang. Eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. The Adventures of Superman. When Professor Sturgeon, famous atomic scientist, was abducted and taken to the country of Bolomar, he was given a powerful drug, under the influence of which he revealed the secrets of the atom bomb. Then, working day and night, native and German scientists manufactured their version of the deadly bombs, and the dictator of Bolomar, known as the Rex, set noon of this very day for a surprise attack on the United States as his first step in world conquest. As we continue now, it is almost 9 a.m. in Metropolis, a few minutes before the zero hour in Bolomar. Lois Lane and Horatio Horn, the little amateur detective, have just returned to Metropolis. And in Editor Perry White's office in the Daily Planet, Clark Kent is bringing them up to date. Listen. Well, I was hoping our word contest in the planet would pay off, that somebody would recognize Zaluto, the word you two heard Professor Sturgeon's abductors use, but... Guess it was no soap. Uh, it's I mighty strange. Understand. I don't know. I was sure one of our readers would identify the word. You were sure. You and your big ideas. I should have known better than to waste time and money. There's your inter-office phone. I can hear it. Yes? What is it, Miss Backrack? There's a Mr. Partez here to see you, Mr. White. Never heard of him. Tell him I'm... He's here about the contest. Well, tell him it's all over. Well, Wait I told him that, Mr. White, but he insists on seeing you. Something about an entry that didn't get mailed or something. Excuse me, Chief. Uh, tell Mr. Partez to come in, please, Miss Backrack. 
Worry about the, the, the colossal no, nerve. You. Take it easy. Take you? it easy, We're... Chief. What can we lose by giving this Mr. Partez a minute? He might be the answer to our prayers. You think so? Well, who knows? Why overlook any possibility? Exactly. Ah, we've run the contest a full week and nothing happens. And now, somebody walks in here, probably a crank who thinks he should have won the prize, and you... Excuse insist... me, please. Well, um... I am Rodolfo Partez. My Eduardo, he's my son. He forgets... Close that door, somebody! I must be exposed to the list. Let's have a little quiet. I'll close it. I'll close it. And if you want quiet, Chief, stop howling. Who's howling? You are. Yes, you... you are. Now, Mr. Partez, you were saying... Uh, uh, si, senor. This letter, my Eduardo, I give him to mail. He talked with friend and forget to mail it to contest. Well, what word in the contest is your letter about, Mr. Partez? Is the word saluto. 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 Oh. Uh, did you say saluto? Uh, si, senor. If you will look at this letter... Never mind the letter. Oh, just the language. What, what uh, uh, speak up, oh, Wait up. Wait a minute. All of you, give him a chance to speak. Now, Mr. Partez, uh, about this word, Saluto, what does it mean? It, it means big fool, senor. Great crash hobbit. Well, what country's language is this word from, Mr. Partez? A country I come from, senor. Oh, what country is that? Bolimar. Bolimar? Uh, where's that? A small country far away in big mountains. Yes, yes, I know where it is. Say, this really adds up. Bolomar is governed by a dictator called Rex. He see, he see. And he is a very bad man. Yeah. Uh, probably just a little ten-cent tyrant talking through his hat. Well, not if he has the atom bomb, he isn't. No doubt about it, by Gulliver. Rex's agents must have abducted Professor Sturgeon. And they may have the atom bomb secret right now. Chief, call Inspector Henderson. Call the State Department. No, call no, no, somebody. wait a minute. Well, wait a minute. I mean, wait, a minute. Atom... wait a minute. This is a delicate proceeding. We can't accuse a country without adequate proof. Just because you think somebody said saluto... That's proof enough to warrant a little quick investigation, Chief. Uh, Mr. Partez, you've done us a great service. Thanks very much. I'll see you again. Hey, but wait, senor. The $100 prize for Maria's curtains oh, yes. and dishes and the new suit for Eduardo. Yeah, yes, of course. Mr. White will give it to you. So long, everybody. Uh, now, wait, Ken. Where are you going, Claude? You'd be surprised. Be seeing you. Hurrying across the city room, Clark Kent enters the deserted storeroom, swiftly strips off his business suit, and stands revealed in the blue costume and red cape of Superman. He steps to the window, opens it. Up! Up! And away! Leaping from the Daily Planet, Superman veers and rockets away, flashing down across the country, over the Gulf of Mexico, and out over the great ocean, bound for Bolomar. But even as he nears a long green coastline, streaks above it and heads for a chain of towering mountains, wrecks of Bolomar's fleet of jet-propelled fighter bombers, each marked with a tiger's head and star, and each carrying a shining, deadly atom bomb, has roared from the huge underground airport, circled above in the cloudless tropical sky, then zoomed away in formation. From the lead plane in which the wrecks himself rides with the German Dr. Blumberg and General Maron, the dictator's voice crackles over the radio to his flight commanders. Commanders, attention. We will proceed in formation to the Gulf of Mexico. There we will disperse as previously arranged in ten squadrons. Each of you know the Yankee city you are to destroy. By midnight, the United States will be ours. Now, onward for your rights in Bolivar. Deadly jet planes loaded with their deadlier bombs spurt through the cloudless sky. Superman has crossed the last range of mountains, sighted them, and his keen sense of hearing has intercepted the Rex's message to his wing commanders. Now he calls on his powerful muscles for speed and flashes toward the hundred planes. So you're going to destroy our cities, are you? By midnight, the United States will be yours, eh? 
Well, maybe I'll have something to say about that. Into those planes and smash them. Away! All right, here's the first one, carrying a pretty little atom bomb. I'll take care of that like this. Wow. That explosion almost took the wind out of me. There are two together. Get them. And here are two more. And two more. Now. Flashing, darting, swooping, his red cape streaming from his shoulders. The man of steel dives in among the wretched planes, batting them like so many flies, seeing them explode with a series of blinding flashes and a deafening roar like the end of time. Great plumes and funnels of smoke climb miles into the sky. Now those planes in close formation begin to explode of themselves as the shattering radioactive fragments of their neighbors reach them and touch into flaming death the atom bombs in their face. For a moment, Superman, awed by the mammoth conflagration that covers the sky with smoke and fire, pauses. Then, spotting a lone plane which had managed to maneuver out of the Holocaust and was streaking back to Bolomar, the man of steel rockets after it. That's Bolomar's head man, Rex, in that ship. Got to get him alive so he can be tried for... Great Scott, I'm too late! Superman reaches out to grasp Rex of Bolomar's fleeing plane. A piece of falling wreckage, unseen by the Man of Steel, strikes the bomb-laden aircraft. In a blinding flash, it explodes, shooting the great section of its fuselage carrying the atomic bomb downward to shudder into the earth over the underground factories and laboratories of Bolomar. A split second later, the atom bomb shatters into life, blowing the hidden factories, laboratories, and cyclotrons high into the air. Then, disintegrating into dust, they fall slowly back to earth. Late that afternoon, after Superman had returned with Dr. Sturgeon, extra editions of the Daily Planet screamed the news of his latest exploit in the cause of peace, as again in the guise and garb of Clark Kent, he stands with Editor Perry White, Lois Lane, and Horatio Horn in the Metropolis Railroad Station, bidding goodbye to the little amateur detective. So you won't change your mind to stay in Metropolis, Horatio? Oh, no. Thanks very much, Mr. White. But I've had enough excitement to last me a lifetime. I'm going back to Squeen Run, catch up on my sleep and fishing by Gulliver. <laughs> uh, Professor Sturgeon wants to meet you, Horatio. He'd like to thank you for your part in saving his life. Shucks, I didn't have much to do with it, Mr. Kent. <laughs> but uh, you did most... Oh, oh, by Gulliver, that's my train. I, uh, I've got to run. Goodbye, my friends and colleagues. And, and when you're in Squeen Run, be sure to look me up. We'll do that. Can't miss my house. My diploma from the famous correspondence school for detectives in stores framed on the gate post. <laughs> Goodbye. 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 Have a nice trip. Well, there goes quite a character. I never would have believed it, but you know I'm going to miss that little man. So am I. Well, let's get back to the office and wind up this Bolomar story. Then we'll go home and get some sleep. Oh, what a day. Maybe we'll have a I'm few a days of peace and quiet now. <laughs> on the Daily Planet? I doubt it, Lois. We'll probably get back to the office and find another terrific story waiting for us. I wouldn't be surprised, Clark. You're right, Clark. A man is waiting for you in your office at this moment with a story and a surprise which is going to jar you right down to your heels. Stand by for the beginning of a startling new Superman story. 
Say, gang, how about adding a little extra zip to your weekend by adding a little extra zip to breakfast? Sure, have yourself a Blackberry Breeze, a mighty cool and catchy dish these summer days. That's this week's pep dish of the week, you know, and it's easy as a breeze to fix. You just pour your regular serving of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, in your bowl. Then on top, scatter some blackberries that have been chilled in a little sugar. Add cool milk, and that's a blackberry breeze. Mmm, mmm, is it keen? Kellogg's Pep does a neat trick for those sugar-crusted berries. Because Pep is crisp, it's tender, it's full to the brim with snappy sunshine flavor. Why Kellogg's Pep always tastes a bang-up good, you want to eat up every light, delicate flake in your bowl. And you know, gang, nowadays the cereal grains are being sent to fellows and girls all over the world. So it wouldn't do to waste cereal. When Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, make sure there's no waste at your house. If you pour your own Pep, pour it carefully and eat up every bit you pour out. And say, pass the word along to your younger brothers and sisters, too. Get the right habit, gang. Eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. Coming back to the Daily Planet with Editor White and Lois Lane... Clark Kent enters his office to find a square-set, square-faced man with a thick mustache sitting in a chair. The man has a black derby hat and a rolled umbrella on his knees. And now he transfers them to one hand as he rises and stretches out his other hand to Kent. Mr. Kent? Mr. Clark Kent? Why, yes. Uh, Who are you? Glad to make your acquaintance, Superman. What did you say? I said I'm glad to make your acquaintance, Superman. I've come a long way to meet you. Startled, his jaw dropping, Clark Kent stares down at the square-set, square-faced man who has just called him by his real name and who now stares back at him unwaveringly. Who is this stranger who seems aware of one of the most carefully guarded secrets in the world, the secret of Superman's double identity? Fellows and girls, on Monday, we're beginning one of the most fascinating Superman adventures. One in which the Man of Steel is called upon to exert not only every ounce of his amazing physical powers, but his brain as well, to meet the greatest challenge of his entire career. So be sure to be with us when our story starts. Tune in Monday, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, when you think of famous names, do you think of Kellogg? You know, that's the greatest name in cereals. And Kellogg makes Kellogg shredded wheat. The tender, plump biscuits made just the right size to fit your breakfast bowl. And are they good? Full to the brim with natural nut sweet flavor. Good for you, too. Sure, they're made of nutritious whole wheat. What's more, Kellogg gives you 15, 15 delicious biscuits in every package of Kellogg shredded wheat. Try them soon. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs> <laughs> 